Hi, and welcome to our podcast, Inspiring Healthy Changes. I'm Lisa Blanche, naturopath and director of Gisborne Health Essentials. Today, we are going to talk about nutrition for the cardiovascular system. So perhaps you've been told that you have high blood pressure or you've got high blood pressure in the family, or perhaps you have just been told that you've got high cholesterol and you still feel like you're young and you shouldn't have this high cholesterol and what's going on? I eat healthy, I do everything right. What can I do to support my body? So we'll go through that today and make you feel better about any diagnosis or assist you to keep on top of your cardiovascular health. Perhaps it's in your family and it's something that you need to watch as as you get older. It's in my family to have cardiovascular issues and it's a lot of um, looking into the genetics of it as well. So through the bioceuticals DNA testing. There's a lot of information that we can find out that supports your body and finds uh, finds out exactly the specific uh, issues that will impact you from a genetic perspective and really work on doing what we need to, to to support those polymorphisms. So that's a big part of it as well. And that is something that you can do through Gisborne Health Essentials. Any of us naturopaths can um, organize that bioceuticals testing for you and find out the specific nutrients, the specific um, whatever we need to support your body. So we're all different when it comes to this. For example, in my body, I don't have the MTHFR gene that is a better known methylation gene, but I have other methylation genes that impact my body's ability to um, stay healthy, I suppose, and, and stay on top of things. And so for me, one of the big things in my family, I feel is B12, you know, could have made a huge difference to a number of my relatives. And obviously I'm the only one taking it, I would say, even though I've told one of my sisters to take it, but you know, that's how sometimes it rolls in families and that's okay too. As long as I stay on top of my health and, um, you know, that's the most important thing. We can't tell others what to do, but we can make the changes ourselves, can't we? We can make what we need to do to be the change in the world for people to see, oh, well, she's healthy. What is she doing? And then finding out more, inquiring more. And so today we'll go through what you can do about your situation, but also do keep in mind that we can look at the more specifics in a consult with you as well. So let's start at looking at how we reduce the cardiovascular risk. So the disease risk, if you like. And part of this is what you'd call common sense, but part of it is really knowing these uh, specific things that you can take as well. Obviously, you're increasing your fresh and preferably organic fruit and vegetables. So the fruit, maybe not as important as the vegetables, but still important. So to have your two to three servings a day, vegetables, five to seven servings per day, get as much in as you possibly can. Um, and we'll go into the specific ones too. That would be great for you as well in a sec. Potassium-rich foods are really important as well. Potassium enhances normal muscle contraction, so it's uh, therefore supporting the heart to have that normal 
muscle contraction and do what it's meant to do. So potassium-rich foods, we often think of bananas um, and they are the best fruit for potassium. Celery is one of your best vegetables for potassium. Now make sure with celery, I'm really big on make, um, ensuring that people get the organic celery because celery is great. It you can just imagine as well, actually, it taking up the toxins from the soil. It's and you'll find that getting a good amount of your green leafies that we're about to talk about will be high in potassium as well. Now we're going to really focus on these green leafy vegetables because they're high in calcium, which again is essential for that healthy, those healthy contractions and magnesium. So magnesium is a vasodilator. It's going to protect as well from free radical damage and improve the energy status of our heart cells. So it's vital that we have enough magnesium and we often, if there is a cardiovascular risk or if there's stress as well as um, cardiovascular issues in the family or some sleep issues, perhaps we often supplement on a really good quality magnesium. There's some specific magnesiums that are great for cardiovascular health. Some of them we can, you can do over-the-counter Gisborne Health Essentials as well. And so come and have a chat to us if you think that some good quality magnesium that is specific for you will assist you. So magnesium... Well, as we just spoke about with stress and sleep, it really does play that important role in relaxing the body. Now, that is so important for heart health as well. And we need to remember that we need to, you know, the, the heart muscle has to contract and relax. And then another favorite to really focus on, unless, of course, you're sensitive to these and have some FODMAP issues, then don't don't do it. But garlic and onions. They are great for heart health. They're reducing your cholesterol. So they'll bring that cholesterol level down for you. And you can really simply and easily include them in at least one meal for the day. It's not difficult, you know. And all of these foods, in fact, that we've spoken about are really super easy to get into your diet every day. And that is reducing your disease risk. It's reducing your blood pressure and your cholesterol and really getting you back into or can, ensuring that you maintain that state of health. Also for cholesterol, there's a number of other things you can do as well. So if you have found that cholesterol is increasing, sunflower lecithin is another one that I love just because you can use it as a food as well. It's excellent for the liver too. You'll get, um, because we do find that there is a lot of methylation issues with um, that come with families that have cardiovascular issues methylation when that is playing up you do need what is called phosphatidylcholine and sunflower lecithin is high in phosphatidylcholine what it does is it ensures that the brain can still function so if methylation is playing up in the body due to you know your genetics your genes which your genes actually only play up when we're in a state of stress as well or we haven't had enough sleep etc so when we're in that state we need this sunflower the phosphatidylcholine in the sunflower lecithin to ensure that our brain can still function and and keep going as it's meant to so it plays a really important perspective um role from that perspective but also from the role of 
supporting the liver to clear the excess cholesterol so it binds to that excess cholesterol and will take it out of the system other things that will do that as well is your flax seeds too make sure that you ground them at home so you can buy the whole flax seeds but make sure you ground them otherwise they're just going straight out Um, They do a beautiful job. In general, any of the nuts and seeds will do quite a good job too, but those ones specifically will be great for heart health. Now, just going back to the garlic as well, some people do end up taking them as tablets. Um, If you do have a sensitivity to consuming garlic and you need to take them in a different form, you, you can always do that too. And you've got green tea is actually really good for cholesterol as well. And obviously what's good for cholesterol is a good, wholesome, healthy diet. Think Mediterranean diet without any of the fillers, the bread, pasta, etc. And um, you'll be well on the track to a healthier diet. We want to as well, in fact, this goes well with the Mediterranean diet idea too. We want to increase either our fish or you can do the vegan um, plant-based Um, oils as well that contain the DHA and the EPA. Now the DHA and the EPA which is found in um, non-mercury rich sources of fish such as your salmon or your mackerel or or sardines, they are precursors to the prostaglandins that lower blood pressure. They reduce platelet aggregation and therefore protect against atherosclerosis and cardiovascular disease. So they're really super important if you have any issues so if your blood pressure has increased it's really important that you're either having fish two to three times a week minimum making sure that it's a non-mercury um rich source making sure that it's you know one of those deep sea fish the mackerel or the or the salmon etc and if you're not having it at least two to three times a week that you really do need to supplement just remember as well with fish oil oil supplements there's that's one of those ones that you have to get good quality you don't you know if you're going to just get a poor quality fish oil then it's going to go rancid in the body and it's going to do more damage than harm that's that's when you'll find people saying to you that they've tried fish oil and it does nothing if you're do if you're taking a good quality fish oil or a vegan um, alternative you will notice a difference almost immediately So consider supplementing if you're not having two to three times a week. You can also increase other essential fatty acids uh, from vegetarian sources such as your nuts and your seeds and, and other healthy oils. Obviously, you're increasing your fiber too, but you're looking to your vegetables and your legumes such as your chickpeas and your lentils and your beans for the fiber. You're not getting the fiber so much from, uh, say, your whole grains or wholemeal bread or anything because that's just not going to provide your body with the support it needs as much as increasing your vegetable intake and your legume intake. You also want to make sure that you've got enough protein in each meal to reduce any sugar cravings. So we don't want any, and we'll go through sugar in a sec actually, but we don't want any sugar cravings. So protein will sustain your energy. Uh, so you'll it'll make you feel full as well after a meal, nicely full, hopefully, <laughs> not too full. And it will ensure that you can remain stable with your blood sugar levels to get to the next meal. So that you don't need to snack in between meals. You can just have your three set meals, preferably, and um, you know, get to that next meal without any shaking or any issues there, and therefore you're going to eat healthier too when you don't have those blood sugar cravings and and issues 
So yeah, so there's certainly foods that we're avoiding and one of them is sugar. So most people will know that we, we're not meant to have sugar. And I often find that it's really worth looking into. So if you want to do a bit of research on sugar and the impacts on cardiovascular health or chat to, a, chat to your naturopath or health professional in terms of the impact, you know, it's really important to understand why we're not going to have something and doing it for the right reasons. Otherwise, I find that you just slip back into old habits. It's pretty easy to do. Uh, there is also, it's probably quite old now, but there was a Catalyst episode called Heart of the Matter that really went into this in detail and why we need to do this. It's worth watching if it's still available. But sugar is going to cause that inflammation. It's going to cause the damage as well um, that we just... We don't need, do we? And it's also because it dysregulates your blood sugar levels, then it's putting that pressure on your liver as well um, that we that we just don't need. And, you know, when you've got that pressure on the liver, then it's not clearing that excess cholesterol and we'll get the higher cholesterol. Um, you know, it's just, it's not worth doing. Obviously, everything in our life is in balance. And so that doesn't mean that we never have anything bad, but it means that everything is in moderation to support our body so that we feel fantastic all the time. Same with processed foods as well, as we would know. Um, high GI carbohydrates as well. So your breads and your pastas and uh, what else? Any of those sort of high GI snacky foods. We do want to be a little bit uh, careful with caffeine. So reduce and uh, avoid caffeine stimulants when you can. So coffee, black tea, remember your soft drinks are included here. They're so bad for you in terms of the sugar and the caffeine hit. Also look for hidden salt in diets. So you'll find that once you do go to a healthier diet and you're making things from scratch, you, you do need to add your salt because you're not having jars and, and or, you know, processed foods that already contain a lot of salt. So don't be afraid to use salt, but make sure you're going for, say, the um, pink Murray salt or the Himalayan salt, the, the Celtic sea salt. And then that's going to also have the minerals in there that you need to support your body. Because remember, salt is still an, an electrolyte. When we talk about reducing the hidden salt, we're talking about that really processed salt in processed foods. <laughs> so just making sure that you're, as well, don't add too much salt. Don't go overboard. If you find that you're having to have a lot more salt on your meal than the next person beside you, then you've got to take a look at what's going on there as well. Now, do remember that alcohol is inflammatory to the body. It's also going to take your liver away from reducing that excess uh, cholesterol. And also smoking increases arterial stiffness. So a couple of other things just to keep in mind. Just going back to, you know, when we were talking about the protein that we have in our food and just making sure that we feel full, but we don't want to feel too full. We just want to feel satisfied at the end of the meal. We also don't want a calorie count too, like just because we've been told we've got blood pressure and we need to lose weight, for example, calorie counting won't get you anywhere. It's about having a wholesome diet with plenty of anti-inflammatory foods, including those fresh vegetables, along with healthy fats and protein with every meal. So it's about finding what works for you long term, not, not just doing some quick fix fad diet that is never going to get you anywhere. 
long term this is a long term thing yeah if it's in your family or if you've had high blood pressure or high cholesterol it can always come back so let's stay you know 80 to 90% on a healthy diet then you've got that you know 10% to just play around with when you need to when you're out with friends or you know there's a special occasion and you might have something that you wouldn't usually have save it for then you know and really enjoy it and savor it you will find mind that your taste buds change over time too so what you used to find amazing might actually be sickly sweet for you now or like feel all fatty and yuck so we do change now another thing that a lot of people get into is fasting if and when appropriate so always make sure that if you're looking at doing any fasting that you're speaking to your naturopath or health professional before you start because there are some situations where this can be quite dangerous often with cardiovascular issues you you may also have some fatty liver issues if you have fatty liver issues you cannot do any fasting there will be other situations as well when you can't do any fasting so make sure it's always under a health professional and that you're seeking appropriate advice before you start doing fasting but for some people fasting works really beautifully so it might be relevant for you but it also might not so just make sure that you're working with someone on that and remember if you forget everything else that we've spoken about today think mediterranean diet minus the like pasta and and white rice and things like that you know minus the fillers and all the wholesome richness of the mediterranean diet and i love the mediterranean diet as well just from that perspective that it's all about community and socials and and eating together and laughing and telling stories and smiling and enjoying yourselves because that's what life is about that's what our body loves you know we love uh, to feel nurtured to feel supported and it's when we're in that optimal state of happiness that our health really kicks in and does what it's the body does what it's meant to do to keep us healthy and so that's something that's really important to keep in mind as well It's not just about the food, it's the way we're eating, the way we're digesting our food and how we feel about ourselves. So that's what we've got for you today. I hope that's beneficial and I hope you've been able to get something out of today. Please leave a message or comment. We love, absolutely love hearing from you. And you know where to find us at Gisborne Health Essentials. There's always a naturopath in store, by the way. So you can always come in and have a chat and see what might be right for you. Perhaps we can help you over the counter with something. Perhaps if you need something more specific for you, then a consult would be great. So I look forward to seeing you at some point in the future and have a fantastic day. Thanks so much for listening. We really, really appreciate it. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of Inspiring Healthy Changes. And as always, we'd love to hear what you think. 